You're listening to the Brand Ambition Podcast. Here he is, the owner of Asai TV, lead singer of the One-Eyed Buffalo, former pro wrestler, former army soldier, published author, cat lover, host of Go There, Eat That, Super Proud Dad, and all that, Brandon Bishop. Hello, it's me, Brandon. I mean, who else would you think would be hosting the Brandon Bishop podcast other than this guy? Yeah, both thumbs pointed at me. I am sick. All right, let the funk die down. Let the funk die down. Little fade away. There it is. You're going to hear random uh, <clears throat> throat clearing. I'm going to sound like Jim Cornette through this whole thing. You're going to hear uh, some of this, actually. Hang on. <coughs> and you're even going to be privy to the bonus of multiple sniffles throughout this entire podcast. I don't know how long it's going to last. I had a guest lined up. I'm going to save it for when I'm feeling better and I can do a better job. <clears throat> I just ate some macadamia nuts, so now I have that in my throat, so that's mainly the reason I'm, I'm coughing. It's not COVID, um, thankfully. That's good. I could take deep breaths. I got all my taste and my smells. Yeah. Plus, I'm vaccinated, if that makes any difference, but not vaccinated against the common cold, and I think most of this has come from stress, to be honest with you. Just got back from Philadelphia, working with Ring of Honor, and ever since I landed, literally, shortly after I landed, it's been a total shit show. Uh, <laughs> and that's just me complaining, because this is my podcast, and as I've said millions of times, millions of times at this point, it's how I, uh, it's my therapy, it's how I, I, I vent, this is my outlet. So, um, yeah, what do, what, do you, what do you want from me? You, you clicked play. You know that I like to bitch about shit. You know that I'm always complaining about things. And uh, you know what you're getting into. So uh, when you clicked play, that's kind of a non-written, non-verbal agreement that you're just going to have to deal with my bullshit. And I'm going to have to deal with yours. That's if I, if, if I didn't have your bullshit to play off of, I wouldn't even have anything to talk about. I'd just be talking about how delicious this, uh, what is it, Ver, Ver, Verdania tea it's a herbal tea it's white chocolate peppermint Ver, verdania ver i don't freaking care i'm not, they're not paying me but uh it's, it's really hang on mm. it's so good not even a big tea guy i always i always tell myself i'm gonna be a tea guy i always when i'm at the store i'm like wow look at all these boxes of tea look at all these bags of tea then i buy them and i put them in my car and i'm like i'm gonna drink the shit out of those teas and then they just sit. I, I think I have tea under in, where I keep my tea, and I have a lot of it. I have like probably twenty boxes of different teas. Some are the same tea that I just bought again without even realizing I still had a full box. Some of those have been around for like a long time. I'm talking over three hundred and sixty-five days. It's it's uh, it's it's a little uncalled for. I'm I'm the guy that buys bananas just to watch them die. 
and buys avocados, expensive-ass avocados that take all the water in the world to grow just to put them on my shelf and say that I have avocados until they rot. And then I'm like, oh, I guess I can't eat these avocados anymore. Then I throw them away. Things cost like a buck fifty a piece. Doesn't sound like a lot, but for an avocado that's just for no reason you bought, somebody else could have had that avocado and made a delicious guacamole or sliced it up on top of a taco. But no, your friend Brandon here, total dickwad, like literally just buys them to die. And I think I get some kind of sick fetish out of it. I don't know. Same with bananas, same with uh, carrots. Do you know how long it takes carrots to turn mushy and gross? Longer than they should have been in my fridge. Put it that way. It's gross. I looked in my fridge the other day when I got back from Philadelphia. I'm like, ah, I got to throw some things away, right? And, uh, you know, restocked the fridge, did that whole thing. And I found celery in there that had brown celery juice inside the unopened package. It just, I, I bought a package of celery for no reason. I didn't even open the damn thing. I like celery. I just never got around to it. That's before I started this new, oh, God damn it, I'm not going to say diet. I'm not going to say, oh, I'm changing my lifestyle. Bar. I came home from Philadelphia at 267 pounds. That is the most I've weighed since I moved to Colorado when I was in my, like, 275, 278 was actually the most I've ever weighed myself at. 278 pounds, and that was in 2006. Today... Uh, I should say, when I got back from Philly, I weighed in at 267 pounds. That's only 11 pounds shy of my heaviest, which I could easily reach with more bad decisions. When I was in Philadelphia, uh, I was working some stuff with Ring of Honor and the the Bennett's, Mike and Maria Bennett, Canellis Bennett, whatever you want to call them. <coughs> There's a cough for you. Um, I just made all the bad decisions, man. Oh, something else you're going to get. I'm going to sneeze my ass off. I have been sneezing like an asshole. If I even see bright lights, even the TV or the phone or, uh, you know, George forbid I go outside, I uh, I just sneeze like an idiot. It's, I've never been that guy that's like, I'm not that guy. Thankfully, I'm not that guy. I feel bad for those people with the terrible allergies and all that. But ever since I got home from Philly, it's like I've been allergic to Colorado. And I'm going to get into my series of misfortunate, unfortunate events. Uh Real soon here, I just, dude, oh, anyways, I went shopping, replaced my unopened brown liquid based celery and my rotten carrots and my black bananas with new stuff, healthy stuff, another unopened bag of celery, which I've already opened. I've done well so far. I've already eaten it. I've dipped it in some like or the, the standard uh, original hummus without all the salt and crap that they put on it. And uh, I've lost in literally in three days. It's remarkable. If you just change your shit, change your mental status. Like right now, if somebody offered me fast food, I would say no. <laughs> because it's just, it sounds gross to me. And I finally, it may be because I've been sick that my appetite's been down, whatever. And I'm sure when I, as soon as I'm better, which I'm already better, I just have a little sniffle. I had the worst headache in the world for like two days, which I never get headaches. And I never get sick, ever. Especially in the last two years when everything's been wiped clean and sanitized. I just, I never get sick. I And when I do get sick, it's for three days tops, once a year. And that's it. And it, it usually happens in March, but it, 
I think it just happened now. And um, I had to wear a mask at the airports. I had to wear a mask at the ECW arena in Philly for Ring of Honor. I had to wear a mask at every place I went into, at the hotel, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, there's a lot of times, like in the locker rooms, when I didn't wear a mask. And it's just, maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe I didn't sanitize my hands as much as I have been over the last year and a half. Maybe it's all those things combined. I don't know. I don't care. It doesn't make a difference at this point because I'm, I'm, I'm Dr. Sniffles. And that headache was brutal. I don't take medications. I can't stand it outside of my blood pressure medication, which I believe has probably saved my life over the last year and a half or two years I've been taking it. Um, <clears throat> but I actually took like some DayQuil. That's how bad it was. I was just like, just do anything. I, I wish it was NyQuil so it would put me asleep. But yeah, so I did a little damage to my liver on that. But it's for the greater good, I, I believe. I got some a lot of shit accomplished. Ha. <sighs> I'm reading right now, and I'm you know what? I'm gonna take another sip of tea. I'm gonna reset here. I'm gonna refresh. Mm. Get that sniffle out of the way. I can hear my dishwasher in the background, maybe when I when I'm quiet. So you get that as a free bonus as well. My uh, my cat. And I know you're not here for dog and cat material, or maybe you are. Who knows? Uh, but again, Brandon Bishop podcast. These are my days. This is my outlet. Deal with it. Or don't. You can turn it off. That's fine. Uh, last week's, before I went to Philly, uh, it was like our second most listened to podcast, Brandon Bishop podcast, that I've ever done. And I don't know why. I didn't advertise it. I just put it up on the Facebook page, and uh, we broke the four figures. It was like over 1,100. I haven't checked it, honestly, in three or four days, five days, whatever it's been. But uh, And it was real quick, too, like literally the the first couple days that we posted it boom like everyone in the world listened to it and i was like oh well that's freaking cool for me and and nobody practically that's just talking about random shit and last last podcast was kind of emotional you know i talked about a lot of stuff um personal stuff that i don't really talk about and like i said again and again and again it's my therapy to sit here and look into this microphone and Watch these little squiggly lines expand across the screen on my uh, editing software here. Feels good to just get this stuff out. I don't really care um, who listens to it or if anyone listens to it, to be honest with you. Uh, It's a lot cheaper than sitting on a couch and saying all these things to a a shrink, though I have been uh, thinking about doing that because... uh, there's just so much going on right now. I've talked last week about the Comic-Cons and the books and the, the travels and, of course, everything with the side TV and my kids and everything. And just and my mom, it just, you know, it's just one of those, you've got your troubles, I've got mine. It, it's exactly that. I know everyone listening right now has a wealth of shit on their plate that they're being forced to eat. And, you know, I'm a very blessed person, not not financially. Uh, my penis is very average. I'm chubby. But other than that, I get to wake up when I want to wake up. I don't have to be anywhere unless I say I have to be there. I, you know, it's just it's a it's a good life that I've built for myself. And you can do it, too, man. I mean, it's not I'm no different than anyone else. I'm not special. Yes, I can talk. I, I got a gift of gab. I'm a fucking scoundrel when I have to be. But <coughs> Oh, there's a cough and a sniffle for you. But yeah, man, if there's something you want to do, do that shit. That's that's what I said last week, and I'll say it every week. Ah, uh, man. 
shaking my legs. Can you hear the... I'm not jerking off, I promise. I did that earlier before I started. That's really annoying, dude. I gotta get another chair. This chair was so nice when I got it, but apparently when you're pushing 260 pounds, uh, <laughs> chairs are like, all right, dude, that's enough. Like, you're you're fat, you're jumping up and down on me, you're sitting too hard, like... You're sitting in me for hours at a time. Like, what are you? What are you doing, dude? What do you expect from me? I need to find a chair though. that's like the Arnold Schwarzenegger on steroids, decked out, nuclear, biological, whatever word I can think of chair that just doesn't take any shit from anybody. So, if you know one of those, please let me know and don't make it expensive because I'm poor right now. Anyways, I I weighed myself this morning. 256 down from 267, and this is three days. That's just incredible to me, and I'm trying to think of what I did. I mean, yes, I ate nothing but lean meats, vegetables, and berries and nuts. That's it, man. That's all that I ate. Um, I go on walks at 6 o'clock in the morning, or I play basketball that day. Today I didn't do either because I was busy, but I uh, did a bunch of push-ups and sit-ups and stuff, just the house stuff. I don't, you don't need a gym membership to get in shape. And, of course, I, my water tower is empty because I was out of town. I don't like to let the water sit in there. It kind of just grosses me out for some reason. And when you're out of town for five days, you come back and don't don't drink that water. Like even, I even had water left over in my Keurig. I had to dump that shit out and rinse it out. And my, my cat's water was pink for some reason. Like, okay, whatever. Anyways, speaking of the cat, she's been waking me up. She does this thing when I get back from a long trip. In five days, I consider a long trip. I'd, I'd say four and more is considered a long trip. Four days or more. Oh shit, you're going to get one. Hang on. Pause. Here it is. Oh, don't do this to me. Oh, I got to sneeze so bad right now. This is bullshit. Oh, don't, don't, don't. Oh, God damn it. You know, when you sneeze, it like triggers the same like dopamine, whatever, whatever chemical in your brain as having an orgasm. Did you know that? Seriously. How many times have you sneezed like really a couple times really hard and you're just like, oh, God, I felt good. It's really the same thing as like, you know, having an orgasm. It's very similar. Not the same at all. Uh, sometimes sneezes feel better. You know, Like I said earlier this morning, you know, I got the job done to clean out the pipes and keep everything strong down there. But it wasn't very satisfying. I was kind of upset. And uh, speaking that I'm celibate uh, for the last however long, it's, uh, you know. You got you to handle your own. Otherwise, that shit gets, uh, the pipes get rusty, and that's not healthy. So, guys, even girls, jerk off constantly. Seriously, it's anytime you can. If you got a break at work and you're in the bathroom, if the bathroom's clean and you can stomach it, rub one out, man. Do it. Anyway, 6 a.m., my cat does this thing. When I get home from a, from a few days on the road, she's, and Marcy J. Cat, I've had her for almost 16 years in November, she does this thing where she's cool with it. Like, she comes back, she'll be like, oh, meow, meow. Hey, what's going on, man? She's like the coolest cat ever. And she'll give you all the snuggles, which she always does anyway. She's the most lovable cat on the planet. Anyone who's ever met her knows this. And, like, I, I think something snaps in her. Like, just snaps. Like, a day after I'm home. Where she's like, she wakes up, she goes, where is he? Where the fuck is he? Is he home? Was it a dream? Like, what is going on? Meow, 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 meow. And, like, 6 o'clock a.m., on the dot. Meow, 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 meow. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? She's an alarm clock that's only set for six o'clock in the morning. And she just loses 
her shit for like a week. I'm not making this up. Like a week. And then after that, she's back to being this normal cat. Like normal, lovable Marcy J cat. She's just awesome. I love her more than any other animal on the planet by far. But maybe she's telling me something. I mean, do cats? I mean, discuss this with me. I don't know if you have comments or whatever that you could make. But just, you know, find me on Facebook or something. I Do cats have like... What, what do they know that we don't know? I have this thing where, you know, I have high blood pressure and I get chest pains all the time. That's why I'm trying not to eat any salt and sugar and carbs and all this bullshit. I'm sticking into my body for 47 years. But she lays over my heart. Now, I don't know if it's because she likes just hearing it or likes to feel it or if there's some kind of thing there. But she'll she'll bitch at me. Just like stand right next to me and stare at my chest and be like, meow, meow, meow. Like she's urgent. Like she has, she just, like she loves me so much that I just have to lay in your chest and make, and and it usually happens when I'm not feeling great. It's kind of funny. Like, like I'll have a chest pain or something, which is usually gas and all that stuff. I've gone to the emergency room before. I'm, I'm not one of those people that go to the emergency room, but I've had some pretty bad ones. And they've gone there and, oh, it's just gas. And maybe they're wrong and who knows. But, uh, <coughs> yeah, I mean, everyone gets that. But she will just frantically meow and stare at my chest until I let her on there. And then she'll just, like, put her face under my neck, drape her body across, like, my my body to where her, her heart's on top of my heart. And the weird thing is I always kind of feel better afterwards. Maybe it's. I don't know. Maybe it's a chemical thing. Maybe it's just a brain thing. I, I don't know. It's weird. Cats know some shit that they're not telling us. Like, why is she freaking out at six o'clock in the morning? What is wrong? I look around and I'm like, well, her fucking, her, she's got water. She's got food. She's got, you know, her cat box is somewhat clean. I'm not going to clean that thing every day. That's all I would do. Cat pees more than humans do. It's ridiculous. It's just a bunch of rocks and boulders in there. But what is she? What is she trying to tell me? Like she just is she just bored? I mean, is she mentally challenged? Is is that a thing? Like, I don't, I just don't get it. I don't get it. And then you try to console her, and she's like, no, no, man, and she'll run away from me. Like, what? I didn't do anything to you. Like, why are you running away? I'm trying to like pick you up and like hug you or something to get you to shut the fuck up for once. And after you know, sixteen, almost sixteen years, like, how does she not know what shut the fuck up means? That is always my first word of every single day that I wake up at home. Shut the fuck up. <sighs> and I love her. I do. But when you're woken up at six o'clock in the morning, when you work all night, you're just like, Gah! I don't care if it was my mom or my son. I just shut the fuck up. <laughs> Go back to sleep. Asshole. Like you would too. So would they. I did. I often like wait till she's in a sound sleep and I just go, wake the fuck up just so she knows how it feels. But six o'clock the next morning, she don't give a shit. (sighs) Love my cat, dude. I really do love my cat. But when you have a headache and you're sick and you're going through a bunch of shit like I'm going through right now, you just don't want to get up at six o'clock in the morning to a meowing cat. Then again, I woke up yesterday, not today, but yesterday I woke up, I looked out the window, and I just saw the trees blowing. It was like this beautiful fall morning. It was like 55 degrees. It was chilly out. I put on a hoodie. 
And I went for like a little two to three mile walk. And it felt fucking great. And I wouldn't have seen any of that if she didn't wake me up. So maybe that's what she's telling me. Maybe she's like a personal trainer cat. She's just like meow, meow, meow means get up, you fat piece of shit. Go for a walk. Do something with your life. I don't know. Maybe that's what she's doing. And if that's the case, I appreciate that. I've always needed that. Um, so, yeah, what the fuck, man? Good job, Marcy. Cat. I never thought of it like that. Maybe that's just her way of saying, look, dude, <laughs> like, I'm a cat. I'm supposed to sleep 15 hours a day. You're not, okay? So get up. Go break a sweat. Go get some muscle on your body, you weak-ass piece of shit. This is what my cat's telling me in the morning, I guess. I'm, I'm just I'm trying to work this out. Anyways, moving on, man, moving on. I uh, feel better losing those 10 pounds already. Uh, 11 pounds, actually, in, in three days. I, I've done that before, though. I've done it before, and I uh, always gain it back. I always get bored. I'll be at freaking Target, and I'll see the jalapeno freaking uh, white castles in a box and just be like, shit. Ugh. Like right now, I just avoid that whole aisle because I'm addicted to those fucking things. I could buy 20 boxes and they'd be gone by the end of the day. <coughs> Stop using so much butter and cheese and shit and I love all that stuff. I was doing the, the vegetarian slash vegan whatever thing for about a month. Didn't lose any weight. If anything, I gained some weight. Like I said, when I got to Philly... Just bad decision after bad decision. The ECW arena where Ring of Honor was taping their pay-per-view and their TV was, I walked half a, maybe half a mile to uh, Tony Luke's cheesesteaks. And did I get one? No. I got two. I got the pork with the uh, horseradish cheddar, and it was divine. The regular cheesesteak's okay. It's not great. I got a big mouthful of fat, which... Usually turns me off immediately, like just, ugh. and there wasn't a whole lot of cheese whiz. I don't even know I asked for che- extra cheese whiz, which is, you know, another bad decision. I got fries that weren't good and I didn't even eat them, but that was day one. Like that was literally within hours of being there. And then all the hotel food. Oh my God. I had two burgers. I had uh, uh, two brownies with ice cream. What the fuck? I did this. I did this to myself. And there's more. There's other things that I ordered I can't even think of right now. And then there was the uh, the Grubhub orders. I ordered two things from Grubhub. I don't even remember what they were. I have to look them up. I blanked out. I know one was Mexican food. I don't remember what the other one was. So I'm spending probably, I think my hotel bill alone was $130, which is stupid. That's just, that's for five days. I mean, if that's all that I ate, that'd be okay. But it wasn't. That doesn't include all the Gatorade and the grapefruit juice and the, you know, sugar, sugar, sugar. And uh, the Nutella with the little sticks package in there that I, you know, sugar, sugar, sugar. I got these beef empanadas that were frozen in the hotel little lobby area there. Just garbage. Like, oh, the fuck, man. And then, of course, I discover the Reading Terminal Market. Which for a foodie like myself, the host of Go There, Eat That, and just someone who just likes eating tons and tons of shit, it's uh, heaven on earth. I don't buy into you know heaven in the clouds, but 
I definitely know for a fact that Heaven on Earth exists because the Reading Terminal Market. And I have to film go there, eat that soon, someday soon. I have to. It's just perfect for it. Uh, preferably when, you know, Pennsylvania lifts all their, or Philadelphia lifts all their mask mandates because that sucked having to wear a mask all freaking week. Uh, it's bad enough wearing it on the airport and then on the plane and then, you know, to the hotel. And finally, you take it off at the hotel. Then you have to wear it at the arena for three days. And then, you know, it's just back on the airport, back on the planes. It's like, God damn, dude. It's hurting the back of my ears and it's giving me a little crusty thing on the bottom of my mouth, which I haven't had since the last time I was forced to wear masks everywhere. So it's very freaking annoying. But Reading Terminal Market's incredible. Uh, Chelsea Green and... Uh, I immediately texted Chelsea Green and texted uh, Maria Canales, like, what do you guys want? Like, everything is here. I sent them some pictures, and they're like, oh, my God. Uh, I got Maria a coffee, a latte or something, and I got Chelsea some chicken tacos. But me, oh, no, I can't just grab one thing. No. Hey, sir, how you doing? Hey, these meatballs look great. Can I grab a couple of those? Yeah. Cheeching. There's four bucks. And they were. They were really good meatballs. And then, hey, what else do you recommend here? And then, of course, I'm talking to the management of the whole place. And they're like, oh, yeah, come back and film anytime. And uh, we were going to film, actually, that day with uh, Marty Bell and uh, uh, her tag team partner. Well, I, don't, I got another name stuck in my head. And now it's fucking me on her actual name. And it sucks because she's from Detroit. She's awesome. Why can't I remember her freaking name? Marty Bell and Chris... Oh, for fuck's sake, that's so insulting to her. I feel bad. I know her name. I'm just brain farting like big time right now. Anyways, we're supposed to film a show with those two. Allison Kay. God damn it. This idiot. I kept wanting to say Christian something, but it's not. Anyway, um, those two, are. they want to do like a little food travel show too. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Your guys are awesome together. They're like friends and tag team partners. And they're beautiful and outgoing and outspoken. And just they're, they're awesome. So... I talked to them about maybe doing that. We couldn't get that lined up that fast, and that's kind of good because I was exhausted at this point uh, after three days of filming with Ring of Honor. But it's just, uh, man, I, I grabbed the pork sandwich. Like a, They didn't have a sample size, so I had to grab the whole damn thing uh, from the Knicks or whatever it's called, the Knicks pork sandwich, plus the meatballs. Plus I got more empanadas, which I guess is a big thing in Philly. I got... Uh, <clears throat> So much shit, dude. Like, <laughs> just so much. I grabbed food from five different places. And then, of course, right when I'm ready to leave, I already called my Uber. The Uber's like a minute away. I get a text back from Maria. Hey, give me this coffee. I'm like, oh, fuck. So I had to bullshit the Uber driver and say, hey, I'm I'm lost in here. I'm trying to find my way out. And I'll be there in just a minute. Don't, don't leave. And uh, when I got outside, thankfully, he was in the wrong place anyway. So he had to drive over to me. But anyway. It's just uh, that place is remarkable. It's it's beautiful. It's it's better than like Seattle's public market, I or Pike Market or whatever you want to call it. I love it. I love it, and I can't wait to go back to Philly. Every time I go to Philly, I have a really good time. It's only been my second or third time. I'm trying to think. Maybe the second time. The first time I went with Garrett, it was uh, the first time we went on that cross country uh, go there eat that tour. And it's the first one we ever did. And we drove from Colorado to New York and down to Nashville, down to Louisiana, to Saint San Antonio. We covered, we did a big loop around the country, and it was great. And when we stopped in Philly, it was like gay pride week, so they had all the parades and everything, and everybody was dancing and colorful and wonderful. 
And Garrett and I are both history buffs, so we got to see all the Independence Hall and just, you know, the the Constitution, original copies and the Bill of Rights or whatever it was. And just, you know, we had a nice little drink and we had a nice pint of beer at the pub, the old Philly pub, you know, like one of the original brick buildings. It's just, it was so much fun we had. I kind of didn't want to leave. It was just a beautiful day. Um, I wanted to see some of those places. But I, I, it just wasn't the same without Garrett. Like, never try to recreate a really memorable good time. It never, never really pans out. It wasn't bad. It was just I was by myself, just walking around. I walked for like five miles around Philly, and just everything was closed. You know, like there was security wrapped around like the Independence Hall area and that whole square of buildings, and it just it was weird. It was just you had to, everything was just too controlled. You couldn't just walk around and have a good time. Um, like Benjamin Franklin's grave, which I could still take a picture of through the gates, but it was closed. Just that little cemetery is just beautiful. And I wanted to go walk around in there and just see stuff. But I discovered reading terminal market and I discovered, uh, I can't even tell you what this other place was called. It was some buildings that starts with a B. Uh, I think I, <laughs> my brain has already purged it, but that was kind of like a bunch of different restaurants and stuff in there. And I just discovered all this new stuff. And uh, had a completely different experience, but still a very positive one. And I've mentioned it a few times, the uh, 2300 Arena in Philly is where, you know, ECW used to run their shows all the time and their first pay-per-view. And that's the place where Paul Heyman was like, this is the dance and all that cheesy shit. Um, I always wanted to wrestle there, but I never got to. So I conquered that shit with a camera in my hand. And same thing with the Whiskey A Go-Go in Los Angeles. I always wanted to play there in a band. I always wanted to sing there. But I didn't get to, so I conquered that shit with a camera on my hand. There I am on stage with Stephen Piercy. Boom. Guess what? I'm marking that shit off the bucket list. I still did it. Same with the ECW Arena, 2300 Arena in Philly. Uh, just a cool experience. Uh, it's not a shithole like it used to be. It's actually very, very nice now. And there's a beautiful bar in there. And... uh yeah, had a great time, and especially hanging out with that crew. I will say this again and again. Uh, Ring of Honor is just top-notch professional organization, man. Um, I've only gotten to work with them for two weeks, but, uh, man, both times they've treated me well. I still haven't gotten a check in the mail yet, but um, <laughs> that's uh, part of the series of misfortunate events that have plagued me since I've gotten off the plane from Philly. <coughs> Excuse me, not charging you any extra for all these sniffles and coughs. I'm not. Sneezes, on the other hand, if I do manage a sneeze, I will uh, send you the bill. I got to make money somehow, man. I'm dying right now. Funny thing is, it's like a site TV's not doing bad. It's doing better than it's ever done. Still getting a lot of cancellations from people that just wanted to watch the Stephen Piercy documentary and move on. And that's fine. You're totally allowed to do that. Doesn't mean I don't cuss you out every single freaking time. Um, I see somebody cancel. Oh, here's Heather the Blue Dragon, our side TV director for operations. Let's see who she's going to bitch about this time. Let's see. Hi, you are on the Brandon Bishop podcast being recorded right now. How you doing, Heather? Uh-huh. Oh, seriously, you are. I doubt that. You I doubt? I just called you. I called you like 15 minutes ago. <coughs> we're not recording anything. So. Um, yeah, because at that point I wasn't. And then you hit record, which takes about a millisecond to do. So 
Uh, yeah, Listen, go. Man. I'm recording you without your permission right now. I hope you know that. And Colorado is a one-party state, so as long as one party knows it's being recorded, then it's allowed to be recorded. Well, my cat just woke up apparently, and I was just talking about how she's been meowing excessively since I've been home, like she always does. So now I have you on the phone, and then I have her in the background meowing. So this is a fan, and it, plus I'm sniffling and coughing and snorting and sipping my tea, and uh, oh, there she is. Anyway. That's because she knows you're faking it. So what do I owe this uh, this uh, wonderful interruption? I was late for something, and then they canceled my appointment, and I'm very upset. Like, t- tears upset? Are you going to cry? Because we need some emotion on this yeah, show. Yeah, because my eyebrows need done. Like, wow. I look like fucking the Bride of Frankenstein or something. There are, there are okay. 12,000 people from Haiti and, you know, Haitians at the Texas border right now. Because their homes, well, because their homes were washed away by hurricanes and tropical storms. Well, they should all get free microblading on their eyebrows. I don't think they would even know what that, I don't know what that is, so I don't think they need that. Their eyebrows are well, wet. <laughs> well, not a, wait, no, because Haiti's close to Florida, and they wouldn't be at the Texas border. Oh, they're literally at the Texas border right now. I think they would be more Florida, like, at Key West. I'm literally reading it on the news right now. <laughs> How would they get to Texas? Um, Mexico, I mean, there's boats, maybe Florida said, uh-uh, because Florida's stupid. Then again, Texas is stupid, too, so. They share an island. Yeah. So they should have just, I don't know how they got to Texas. I don't know how there's any left on the island, to be honest with you. They've been hit with so many damn storms, it's been like. Okay, at this point, they, they, that's what they're doing. They're like, I, we're out of here. This is bullshit. <coughs> well, they should get their eyebrows done as part of their immigrant status. So talk about your uh, near fight at the uh, at the bar last night. A girl, it was on Thursday, and a girl threw a taco at me. <laughs> <laughs> to which you, to, to which uh, the the. The massive tragedy of it all was it was a wasted taco. Our short rib tacos are literally the best tacos I've ever put in my mouth full. Wow. Yeah. And just yeah, wasted on your face. Wasted. It was actually like on my chest. She hit me like right in the heart. Are they? Uh, well, yeah. Emotionally. I imagine it would be an emotional encounter for you, but I mean... <laughs> It may not. She may not have thrown them at you if it hit you in the chest because your boobs are massive, and maybe they just ever, <laughs> maybe they have a gravitational pull at this point. They're not that massive. Massive. Thirty-eight double D. That's not massive. That's pretty massive. All bought and paid for with my hard-earned funds. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Well, I am going to hang up on you and finish this podcast unless you have anything else you would like to say. Uh. Um, no, I don't think so. But now my eyebrow lady's really mad at me because I thought my appointment was at one thirty and it was really at 1 o'clock. 
and she's not answering me. What a terrible life you have. You got tacos being thrown at your tits, and now you have an eyebrow lady mad at you. Yeah. Like, what could possibly happen next? I could break a nail. You could break a what? I could break a nail. Oh, <laughs> the phone broke up a little bit when you said that. And it says, I can break a nail. I was like, oh, ooh. I'm going to have to no, edit this. Not that. <laughs> Heather's getting canceled. Heather's getting canceled. I am never getting canceled. I am the oh. most uncancelable person in the history of ever. You know who will never get canceled by stupid people? Weird Al Yankovic. I like him. What a wonderful human being he's always been. No scandals in, like, what, 40 years? Like, just... The perfect human being. I, I love him, and I always forget him like on the scale of like Mr. Rogers or Bob Ross. But I follow him on Instagram. You should. Everyone should because he's wonderful. Yeah. He's just been funny and weird for forty years, and no, no cheating on the wife. No, you know, nothing. He's he's done nothing. No slip in the n word like you just did. I said nail. I know, it's a big joke, but we got to be able to laugh about these things. Otherwise, the terrorists win. Um, uh, the nail terrorist. The eyebrow terrorist is coming to bomb you. <laughs> no, shoot. I told you like, 1 p.m. Yeah, well, listen, in my brain, for two weeks, I've literally thought it was at 1.30. And I was very... I will say that about you because I've traveled a lot with you and even though you get huffy puffy with me sometimes because I always like to be early with everything you are always not late I know and you've never forced I'm me to be like late 10 minutes early. I go breaking for 15 it's breaking my heart that my appointment got canceled now I actually have to like I don't even know if she's going to reschedule with me, and now I'm sad. Well, the best thing about eye, eyelash ladies or eyebrow ladies, whatever it is, there's always another one. Oh, yes, I know, but she does Amber's eyebrows, and Amber's eyebrows are perfect. Nobody knows or cares who Amber is. Amber is my wife for the people that want to know and people that want to care, and the bitch moved to Tucson. Well, there, you got rid of her, now get rid of her eyelash lady and move on. You might find It might be a blessing in disguise. You may find somebody better, cheaper, that does crazy, like, like uh, EKG readings or something, like looking eyebrows, which would be really cool. Well, you can get your brows done like that. I'm going to get mine microbladed, and they're going to be perfect. Outside of clipping off, like, a random rogue eyebrow hair that's, like, three inches off my forehead, I've never touched my eyebrows, but I always get complimented about them. I once asked a girl that I dated, like about, God, this is forever ago and at this point, I dated this girl and I asked her, like we were just kind of talking a couple years ago, <clears throat> I said, what did, and she was asking me, what did you like about me? And I'm like, I don't know, you know like vagina, whatever. And uh, she asked, I asked her, I said, well, what would you like about me? And she goes, your eyebrows. And that was it. That's all she said, my eyebrows. I don't touch them. They're fine. Just leave them alone. I hate the tiny pencil-like drawn ones. 
like on anybody. I don't care if it's man, woman, child, whatever. I just think that looks weird, and like they always look surprised. And I also no, I like my thick eyebrows. I have like little shield eyebrows, and I love them. But I also hate even more the ones that are that look like they've been painted on with a thick ass Sharpie mar- marker. Those, oh, yeah, those, those are, are the. Like, what is that? It's like you're painting. Um, it's a thick ass. It's a thick ass Sharpie marker. Why, why do? Why does who who out there? I mean, and here, do whatever you want. I don't care. It doesn't affect me. That's my new. That's my new motto lately. By the way, is hey, if it doesn't affect me, then I don't give a shit. But um, who out there really thinks that's attractive? I have to know. They do. Okay. Who talked him into it? Where did they see that? Like, it's almost Instagram. like it's, it's almost like butt implants. Like, what? Um, butt implants are stupid. All you gotta do is do some squats <coughs> and fire hydrants, and you will get a good butt. Trust yeah. me, I do them every day. But people don't want to do that kind of work. I, I'm just saying, they have these butts that I'm like, how do you wipe your ass? That's all that I think about. I don't think like, God, I'd like to hit that. Now I'm thinking like, how? Do you take toilet well, paper, I, spread your butt cheeks, and remove the poop? I don't understand how they do they it. Get, when they get them done, because I have a friend that got it done. Um, Is she stupid? They, uh, for six weeks, they have to sleep on their stomach, and they literally have to have somebody help them with their butt. Oh, God. If I was like like married to somebody or even dating somebody, which will probably never happen again, the thought of like, hey, I'm going to get butt implants. Like, okay, Why? Um, I got breast implants. Yeah, that's like a weirdly different thing, though. I don't know. Like, it doesn't look your your boobs look normal. They look they look like they're supposed to. They look they look good. They're they're good boobs. But even even breast implants that are like way too big, I'm just like, who's this for? Is this for you? Is it like a self like conscious thing? Is it, or you just want that like weird like fetish? Barbie doll stuff, and I get it. If you're a porn star, if you're you know got your OnlyFans page with a million followers, and you're making shit tons of money, and you figure out what people want, and that's what they want, whatever. I don't care. This does not affect me. It's my opinion means shit. But I'm still allowed to have one, and it's like OnlyFans. No, OnlyFans is too much work. OnlyFans is a lot of work. I filmed that documentary, and I'm like, holy shit, these people have assistants. If you want to make money, if you want to make money, you go. That life or deal. The, fun, the funny thing about the OnlyFans girls is their assistants make more than I do. Well, yeah. That's crazy. I've been offered a job, to be honest with you. Recently, I was offered a job. And I'm just like, I don't have that kind of, I don't have that kind of time. I just don't. They're like, well, that kind of we'll pay you a thousand a week. I'm like, holy shit. Like, that's. You should. Yeah, you, I would do it. I would get right up in there with a the video camera and be like, here, here's a fucking close-up of her bubble. Well, I don't have to film anything. I just have to handle all the social media stuff, and I just don't want to. Like, I have to, I'm like, oh, no, social w- media sucks. When somebody, res- like, if you message one of these girls or guys that does OnlyFans, like, and you get her message back, that's not them. I don't, I <laughs> that's not, you're not having a nice, beautiful conversation and building relationship with this person that's on camera. You're dealing with their assistants who are sending things back to you. Now, that might actually be kind of fun, but I think I'd be tired of it in, a, in, a, in like an hour. Hi, this is Brandy, a.k.a. Brandy. Yeah. Ugh. If you pay me $700, I will take a video of me. 
<laughs> I don't want to scroll through dick pics, okay? I, I don't want to be like, oh. And like, because like, no. these girls will ask you, Listen. these girls will ask people, send dick pics and I'll rate them for money. That's the thing that they do. And, I know, rate, rate, rate my dick. Yeah, it's a thing. And then, like, they do that, but it's not the girls doing it. It's not, you know, no. or even the guys or whoever it is on camera. It's not them doing it. It's assistants, like going through hun- hundreds of dick pics and saying, "Hey, wow, yours is amazing. That's a wonderful dick you got there, sir." When I get an unsolicited dick pic, I um, dress it up, like I draw on it, and then I like. <coughs> On You're spending way too way too much time with your dick pics. Well, listen, I make them look like carrots or Easter bunnies or whatever. Like when I get nude, really when I get nudie pictures, I just like you know I'll handle my business first of all. And I'll be like, all right, well I'm done with that, and just erase them. Like it's. I know what you do with them. No, I do not. You bullshit on the road. Anyways, I'm gonna let you go because. Um, this conversation's turning weird. I'm gonna hang up on you anyway. That's fine, and I don't want to talk to anybody with disgusting eyebrows. So. I know. I wouldn't talk to you either. Why do you have two angry caterpillars on your face? What happened? What did you do to these caterpillars? I can't remember his name. Groucho Marx. That's what I look like right now. All right. I adore your face, Heather. Talk to you later. Bye. I adore yours too. Hanging up on her. Bye. Okay. All right. That was I like unexpected stuff like that. I'm not gonna just ignore the call because I'm talking to you. I'm not getting paid for this shit. I don't have sponsors. I wish I did, but it doesn't cost you anything to listen to this podcast, so you're gonna listen to my day to day life. I don't even remember what the hell I was talking about, what I was doing. Oh, so I land in Philly, just got off of the, you know, filming, like I said, with Ring of Honor, great company, got to film an episode of the Bennett's while I'm out there, Mike and Maria, <clears throat> without the kids, unfortunately, I love their kids, but uh, we, uh, we land, everything's good, had a good seat on the plane, uh, I was not that busy, so got off the plane in time, and they actually upgraded me. <clears throat> and uh, put me in, like, not first class, but, like, right after first class. And, and what's first class on American? Like, I, I've been watching these YouTube shows about people that just fly around and, and judge airlines and airports and stuff, and I I really love those shows for some reason. Uh, it's nothing I'd want to do myself because it sounds like misery, but I just, like, American, not just American airlines, but all airlines that, exist in the United States are just pure shit compared to what we have overseas in Asia and even in the Middle Eastern, like Qatar Airlines and uh, Swiss Airlines and uh, the Korean Airlines, all these different, even Russia had a much better and for so much cheaper too. Like this guy's getting flights for like 500 bucks that are you can lay down and it's like this little capsule and you just don't find that on like Delta, and I like Delta, or American, or United, or you know Spirit. Oh, Spirit! You just don't find that over here. I feel robbed, to be honest with you. And then all the the lounges in the airports are just insane. But anyways, I land the plane. I didn't land the plane. The, the pilot lands the plane. I get off. I get to my car, 
everything is good. I find my car, and actually my parking got upgraded too because the the cheaper lot, not cheap by any means, it's like 18 bucks a day, was full. So they told me to go park in the garage. I'm like, well, shit, cool. I'm getting a little bonus here. Hey, hey, hey. <coughs> Apparently when I go, hey, 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 it makes me cough. Wow, that, that's weird. Hey, hey, hey. All right, cured it. So I'm pulling out, hit the freeway, and uh, get about yeah, three quarters of the way home from Denver down to Colorado Springs and going through Lone Tree, if you know the I-25 cities along the way. And my car just literally says, now, nope, I'm done. <laughs> I had no acceleration. It was just like, like I was revving real high, but it wouldn't shift into the next gear. And I'm like, oh, that that's it for this car. And I'm, I'm a minimalist. I've always been a minimalist. I don't, I don't want a new car. I'm not trying to impress anybody with what I'm driving. I don't care. I want something that's going to get me here to there. And this car that I've had for many, many years is just did not get me here, there to here. So uh, I immediately put into my phone car repair near me. It took me to this Christian Brothers, which apparently is a Jesus-based car place. I had no idea. Nice people. Um, didn't help me at all. Uh, they looked at it and they're like, oh, there's a bunch of shit on the, the, the belt and we got to do that and this, that. And $250 just to look at it. Uh it took everything for me to not for me to not say like that doesn't sound like what Jesus would do, uh, <laughs> and I get it they're a business whatever but still I was in a predicament where I'm stuck you know, at a Starbucks, and so I just Ubered home it cost me seventy two dollars to Uber home. Uh, that sucked. Uh, I get home the next day I realize that I didn't have to Uber home because my insurance covers a tow truck. <coughs> which uh, I still had to pay 124 bucks for. So there's $200 I really didn't need to spend. Uh, man. Uh, and the funny thing is my car works like in town stuff. It still sputters and like whatever. I got to go to the store after this. So I'll see if that's still a thing. It just sucks, man, because I uh, have not gotten paid for Philadelphia yet. I've, I'm in between. Like literally when shit happens, it always happens not always, but it often happens at, at the perfectly wrong time. The perfect storm of bad timing. Just, I'm sitting here going, oh, fuck. I have like just a few hundred bucks in the bank right now because I just paid everything off I've ever had to pay. And I'm sitting here going, wow, this is good. I Things are going pretty good. Car says, no, it's not. Things are going to go shitty. So I wasn't able to pick up my kid this week, and I'm really pissed about that because I already spent five days away from him, and I hate that. Actually, seven days away from him. This right now, officially, as I'm recording this, is the longest I've gone without seeing my kid in almost 14 years. And, you know, I kind of broke down about that a little bit. Broke down about the fact that I'm 47 years old and I don't have a car or the funds to buy a new one at the particular time. I will in like two weeks, but I don't want to wait two weeks for that shit. It's just, uh, okay, like, don't. Don't do this right now, but it did it right now. And I, I don't lose my cool. I don't, you know, scream and yell and punch walls and shit. That, that, that doesn't do anything. I'm just dealing with it because I know in a week or two I'm going to look back and be like, whew, okay, that's over. But at the same time, it's just like, come on. I work my fucking ass off, dude. I work literally sometimes 24-7, 365. 
and I shouldn't be in this situation. I shouldn't be. It drives me crazy, man. I have all these things in the work, and I'm sitting here going, what the fuck? I can't, like, go pick up my kid because of a financial situation. I'm, I'm just, like, I'm bewildered by this. Everyone who knows me knows that I work harder than anybody they know, and it's bullshit that it's not paid off to the point where I have a little bit of security, and I normally do. I'm normally fine. I would have been like, oh, fuck that car, turn it into a little cube, and... Let's pick up another one. I've been holding that off because I just I'm lazy when it comes to buying shit like that. I'll buy camera equipment and I'll buy, you know, souvenirs and, and dumb shit. And I'll buy shit for other people and I'll buy food and just take care of as many people as I possibly can. I'll buy weird shit for my cat. I'll buy, you know, my kid stuff that he doesn't want. I'll buy him video games all the time, things that he does want. I, I, I'm loose with my money, but when it comes to like moving out of this apartment or buying a new car or major things like that, I'm petrified of it. So I don't, and I had many, many opportunities just a couple of weeks ago to just buy a new car, or trade this one in, whatever. Well, you know, this car had like over 200,000 miles on it and it's the 2004, you know, it just, I, it was fine. I don't need anything more than that. I just need to get there, get me there. But now it didn't get me there. And I imagine it's going to be a pretty bad situation it's probably cost more to fix it than it's worth. So, you know, now I have to get a new car and I don't like literally this little three week window is the shittiest time. Ah, I hate it. <coughs> I really, really hate it. So anyways, there's that. And then I got sick and then, you know, not seeing my kid and just all of these fucking things. My cat going ballistic, but Again, I'm a blessed dude, and I don't mean that in a religious manner. I mean that as in just overall, I'm a very blessed guy. Um, just trying to find the, the positives, and that's what I'm relying on at the moment. <sighs> I'm scratching stuff off this list. There's a... What do you want me to talk about? I know you can't answer me right now because I'm recording this, but I'll guess. Just is so much dumb shit going on right now. I just found out somebody I used to do business with. Um, I'm not going to say his fucking name because fuck him. He's a catering guy here in Colorado Springs. Apparently just shot two people in the head, murdered them. Like one of these fucking idiots. Um, I, I worked with him because a friend of mine like basically said, oh, this guy's got great food. The food was shit. Always was, but I'd always be nice and smile and say, oh, it's it's." Fantastic. Wow, this mac and cheese was amazing when literally Kraft makes better mac and cheese. Apparently, there was like a sign or something. They had a dispute over a sign with some people at the local Elks Club. I, I don't even care. I just saw his name on there and is like, oh, he murdered two people and took shots at innocent people. Who the fuck is this guy? You piece of shit. And now he's like wanted. He's like loose out there somewhere. Like. Seriously, what the? This is Colorado Springs, like one of the nicest mid-sized cities in the country. Everybody wants to come here, and it's these ghetto fucks. I swear to God, they ruin everything. They come in, and I'm not, again. I'm not saying black. I'm not saying Mexican. I'm not saying Asian. I'm not saying Native American. I'm not saying any of that shit. There's more white ghetto fucks than there are anyone especially in this country, but these ghetto fucks, they just destroy the city's reputation. They, I mean, look at Detroit. Detroit was like the Paris 
of America at one point. And then the ghetto fucks move in and they destroy it. You know, and it's been shit ever since. It's just now coming back around. And it's just, I'm so sick of it, man. I'm sick of these fucking people, man. You're going to kill somebody because they took your sign out of a window? What are you, stupid? Are you fucking stupid? I would beat the shit out of this guy if I fucking just happened across him in the street right now. Then again, I don't want to get shot because obviously he'll do that. This is so stupid, man. It's so fucking stupid. My cat's losing her goddamn mind again. You hear that? That's my six o'clock every morning. Listen to that. Oh, now she stops, of course. Oh, there she is. She's just, what the fuck? You don't know the guy I'm talking about. He's never been over here. Jesus Christ, I swear. This is why I've had a headache. <coughs> so, yeah, screw that guy. I hope he gets found and shot in the head himself. I seriously, I don't give a shit about him. Your food sucks. Your business sucked. You always thought you were some badass freaking king of barbecue in our town, but you're shit. So, please, please. I hope you still have that gun in your hand. Turn it around, put it between your eyes, pull the fucking trigger, and rid our planet of stupid pieces of shit like you. One at a time. God, I hate this stuff, man. You're going to kill people. Kill people. And then shoot at other people you don't even fucking know. Because of a business sign. Weak ass pussy bitch. Fuck him. I'm not going to say his name or his business name because he doesn't deserve the advertising. I hate it when news stations do that stuff. I really do. It's like, hey, let's celebritize this guy and influence a whole bunch of stupid, like-minded people. Here's his face. Here's his name. Here's what he did. Stupid. You know what you should do when you do something like that? You should be completely, completely erased. You talk about canceling people. Fuck you. I don't like what he did, so I don't think he should exist anymore. No, when somebody murders somebody, that's when you cancel people. Erase their existence. Erase their fucking social security card number or whatever. Erase all of that shit. Erase their social media existence. Erase everything. They don't exist anymore. They are a number in a federal prison Preferably on death row where they stick a needle in their arm, watch them twitch and fucking fade away. That's what I hope happens to this piece of shit. To think I did business with him recently, like just a couple years ago. Fuck this guy. Hate him. I hate him and I hate everybody like him. Just ruining our society. I can't really follow up that with... I was going to talk about my addiction to antique and thrift shopping, but my need to collect things. But I'm just going to scribble that off. I've got a lot of shit to do today. I was going to talk about the dating world. Oh, goddamn. I had a nice conversation with a friend of mine on the phone yesterday, and she's awesome and just very like-minded and everything with, uh, I don't know, our opinions on the dating world and all that shit. And I just uh, kind of realized that I'm kind of a, like, I don't, it sounds pathetic to say that, but I, kind of a lonely guy but I'm so afraid to like let people down that I'm just I don't let anybody in and that's uh I don't know if that, that used to be I used to consider that a positive but lately it's been kind of on the fence I don't 
I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm, uh, what I'm doing right now. I don't know what I want. I don't know if I want somebody. I don't know if I want to die alone without anybody, just have my kids around the cough, whatever. I don't, I don't know, man. I've just been seeing couples like Mike and Maria and couples like, uh, you know, that just crave each other and just love being around each other and they work together and they travel together. And that's what I want. I think that's great, but I'm so afraid of myself that I'm like, fuck, am I going to get tired of this shit in a week? Am I going to get tired of this shit in a month, a year? And what happens if I do, then I got to let them down and, or, you know, maybe they'll get sick of my shit in the process. And then I'm sad again. I'm sick of being sad. It's I'm afraid to be sad. Like right now I'm sad because I haven't seen my kid. I haven't seen my daughter in like a couple months and she lives in Detroit and we talk, whatever, but I haven't seen my mom since my last trip up there a few weeks ago. I'm sad all the time. So what's the fucking difference? Like (laughs) what's the fucking difference? Like I just be with somebody and have some happy moments and then, then be sad. See, I always have like an expiration date for relationships. I always find the upending doom at the end. That's what I concentrate on. I don't concentrate on saying, hey, maybe I could spend my life with somebody. I don't know how to do that. I don't. Like, what am I supposed to do? I don't. I I, I just haven't. I don't get out. When I get out, I don't sit there and go, oh, wow, I'm going to go out here and meet some girls. (coughs) I'm going to find my soulmate today. I don't say that shit. I was just at, you know, Ring of Honor with some of the most beautiful, talented women in the world. Never once have I thought, wow, this girl's uh, absolutely beautiful. Like, I could, you know, maybe, no, because I'm ashamed of how I look right now. You know, I'm, this is so many things against me right now. I'm like a lonely guy with a brick wall in every direction going, well, <laughs> I mean, jerking off is going good for me. I guess I can stick with that. Uh, I, I don't know. Ooh, I got a text message. Let's see who that's from. Oh, it's a guy that, uh, I think it's, oh, it's a guy trying to make, oh, I got a bunch of freaking messages here. Holy shit. Every time I do this, I, uh, put out a thing where I say, Hey, give me some questions to, to answer. And then I, uh, I got a message from my ex-girlfriend. Wow. Speaking of the devil, (laughs) Aeon Cruz, I dated her like four years ago. We uh, had a fun little thing for five months. Unfortunately, the relationship lasted seven. Um, But no, she's a a badass. And uh, I am glad to be able to talk to her again. I've already talked about this recently. So, I mean, shit, man. Anyways, I always ask people if they got any questions for the podcast. And, uh... Often they do, which is really cool. Anyway, I'm reading right now. I know you're not you're not paying to read. I got a guy who's making another logo for the Comic Con. Uh, thanks to Chris Lacido for um, my old bass player from like 25 years ago uh, made a really kick ass uh, logo for me. So I appreciate him, Johnny Zudo, sweet Johnny Zudo, uh, Capazudo, whatever you want to call him, is a uh, I guess going to be working on another one. Oh, wow. There's a picture of the girl I was talking to last night. God, she is really beautiful. Uh, anyway. <sighs> I know I'm boring the shit out of you at the moment, and that's fine. You know, it's like a roller coaster ride. There's ups and there's down. There's me yelling at the piece of shit I used to do business with that's murdering people, and then there's the, uh, you know, checking my messages segment. It's 
<clears throat> you know, maybe you had to take a piss. You had a perfect opportunity at that point to go to the restroom, go to the bathroom, whatever you call it, and take a piss. I'll wait. You know, shake it. Make sure you're dry down there. Flush. Wash your hands. And now you're back. Just in time to hear me yell some more. There is a Washington, D.C. rally. It's either happening now or soon to defend the actions of those who raided the Capitol building on January 6th of this year. If there was ever a time to release a toxic nerve gas that dissolves flesh to the point of it never existing, if there was ever a perfect time or location, now I don't want anything to happen to those monuments. Washington, D.C. is just beautiful. I think it is, personally. Just the, the White House and the, not the White House, but the Congress buildings and everything. It's, it's beautiful there. I love it. Um, but yeah, with, I don't know how many people are going to show up to this thing. Um, I wish Trump was there as well so we could release this nerve gas, uh, flesh-dissolving nerve gas. <clears throat> if there was ever a time and place, this would be it. To rid our nation of the dumbest demographic that we have. These people, and I use that term as loose as possible, are just the scourge of society. They're the anti-vaccine, the anti-maskers, anti-anything Biden does or says, anti-anything that their Lord and Savior Donald Trump doesn't agree with. Fuck you people. Seriously, fuck you people. I want, and this is a terrible thing to say. I don't know if my mom's listening to this, she'll be like, you shouldn't say things like that. No, I'm going to say this because I truly want these people to be removed from society. And I know that's like a, what would you, a totalitarian type of thing to say, like, a, what are you, some kind of dictator? What are you? No, no, no. I'm a person who wants the, the future of this country to, to be better than what it currently is. I want these people gone. I'm a rare breed, dude. I'm a rare breed because I hate the Trump people. And on the flip side of that, I hate the ghetto people. And I'm talking people of all fucking colors. This country is 62% white. That means I hate 62% of all fucking people. Okay. I don't give a shit about skin pigmentation. I know you're out there thinking like, oh, you say ghetto people and you must be talking. No, that's you saying that, you dumb motherfucker. That's you saying that shit. If that's in your head, then that's in your head, motherfucker. I'm not talking about you. When I hear somebody thumping their bass at 3 o'clock in the morning, rattling my goddamn windows and waking me up and waking up my kid on a school night, guess what? I don't know what color that person is, but they're a ghetto piece of shit. I don't give a fuck about color. I'm sick of the conversation. It's stupid. It's so fucking 1960s, 70s, and 80s. It's 2021, people. Pull your head out of your ass. Only thing keeping that shit alive is people playing a victim and people talking about it. So shut the fuck up and move on. Oh, but these motherfucking January 6th fucking freedom fighters, they're, they're back. They're back. And this time, Washington is apparently ready. So please... I know the, the, the toxic nerve gas, the flesh-dissolving toxic nerve gas. I know we can't do that. I know that's illegal. But what's not illegal is defending our capital from stupid people. I am begging you people to try it again. I am begging you to try it again. Thin out that herd, man. Just get the fuck rid of them. They're trash. They're just 
the worst, the worst, the worst people. Have you tried talking to one of these highly fanatical, radical Trump religious types? Have you tried talking to these people just on a casual basis? You can't. There's nothing intelligent to latch on to. There's nothing. There's no meat on the bone there. It's just straight up fucking. I love Jesus and I love Trump. Dude, Trump is a fucking. I guess he's still a billionaire. Who doesn't give a shit about you? He's from New York City. He's a fucking real estate tycoon. He got a loan from his dad to be so. He's gone through multiple marriages and he's broke every sin that you can possibly believe in that you definitely believe in. He's the anti he's the anti everything that you stand for if you claim to be religious and republican. What are you fucking stupid? So yeah, they're going to have a big rally and I hope it gets out of hand and I hope they get mowed down like the Valentine's Day massacre. Fuck these people. Wow, this thing really turned into shitty, didn't it? It like turned into a shitty mood. Maybe I realized. Oh, I know why. Because I can hear thumping in the background. Speaking of which. Now, I don't know what color skin that guy was born with and raised with. I don't care how much skin pigmentation that guy has. Doesn't make a fucking difference to me. Whoever's thumping their music, probably about a half mile away, is a piece of shit. You're a ghetto fuck. You're a loser. You're trash. You're garbage. And I hope you hit a fucking telephone pole. The telephone pole falls on your car, squishes your fucking radio, and teaches you a goddamn lesson. I truly hope that happens. I do. Anyway. If you don't know the name Gabby Petito by now, I haven't caught up on anything today. Um, she's one of those van life people that I envy. And her and her boyfriend, fiance... Holy shit, my favorite ink pen just ran out of ink. This is one that I will definitely have to refill. That sucks. I love this pen. Anyways, um, her and her guy, Brian Land Laundry, whatever. I've been following this like nonstop because I'm just interested in van life and <coughs> you know people that do this kind of stuff. But apparently they went out cross country in a van together, love, 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 making videos, cool, awesome. At some point, kind of around where we're at, she disappears. He drives all the way back to Florida alone, and now he's missing while being watched by, you know, <laughs> the police, whatever. And it's just uh, one of those things that's going to end up on podcasts for decades. It's one of these stories that's going to end up on YouTube documentaries and actual documentaries and movies and and we're watching it real time right now so if you don't know anything about it gabby petito p-e-t-i-t-o beautiful little 22 year old girl just mentally with some issues uh, apparently he is as well but they're both missing now um, everyone thinks he killed her and now he's running from the law but I don't make assumptions until I have proof, so who knows? I'm hoping it's all a big hoax. I'm hoping they both show up and they're like, hey, we just wanted to get some likes. And we did because our first video has like million, 9.2 million views or something like that. I'm considering doing this myself, like having me and my cat disappear and then uh, come back in two weeks and say, hey, thanks for all the likes. I was kidnapped by uh, Sri Lankan militants. I, I don't know. Just something. 
it's a very good plan. I don't know if people would care about me, a 47-year-old man, as much as they would about a beautiful, blue-eyed, blonde, um, <laughs> 22-year-old little girl. But, uh, yeah, man, it's a... I'm hoping it turns out for the best. I'm hoping everyone's alive and found. Uh, but you should really follow this case if you're looking. If you're into the true crime stuff, this is a true crime story like really happening before our eyes. I haven't uh, checked anything all day, so who knows? Like literally, he just ended up missing last night, so who knows where the story has turned? I should really just put on the TV and look. Uh, I'm gonna go on my phone here real quick just to see what's happening. Let's see here. Let's go to Facebook. Facebook always has, for some reason, a better news feed than any of the other. Uh, what do we got on our news feed here? Um, Norm McDonald, which I should say something about Norm. Not that it matters. I didn't know him, but I love him. Oh, man, that really sucks that he's gone. I don't know what the fuck this little Nas X thing is. Okay, what is he? Transgender? Is he gay? I don't give a shit. Like. His music is fucking terrible, so that's all I care about. Uh, wrestling stuff, wrestling stuff. Uh, fucking, really? There's nothing about it? <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, here's something that's uh, close to home. Colorado Springs police concerned with 12 pedestrians dead in 2021 from car crashes. Yeah, because people around here drive like fucking idiots. They, they act like they own the fucking road. Their speed, like 20, 30 over the fucking speed limit, like driving on the freeway on I-25 to Denver, like you have to drive 10 over the speed limit or you're going to get ran over. It's fucked up. And if you're in a fast lane doing like five or 10 over the speed limit, actively passing cars, you'll still get an asshole behind you flashing his light, honking his horn and throwing a goddamn fit. Fuck you people that drive like that. Seriously, I hate you people. I want you to all not be able to drive anymore. I'm not going to wish death on you, but I will wish that you get your license suspended and you're never allowed to drive again, which will never happen. And there'll always be assholes. So why am I even bitching? Hmm. Biden's approval rating sinks to lowest. Uh, that depends on what you look at. Uh, there's not like polls are taken. Like if Fox News does a poll, guess what? Fox News viewers are going to take that poll. If CNN does a poll, CNN viewers are going to take that poll. They're all vastly different. Stupid. Uh, black hole stuff, Bob Dylan stuff. Uh, I don't know. what Really? This is like the top story, and there's nothing about it anywhere. <sighs> I'm going to make me go to YouTube, and everyone's tuning out already. They're all like, this is bullshit. Why am I listening to this fucking podcast, Gabby Petito? Patito, I like her name though. Patito. Uh, yeah, she's really cute, man. She's like beyond cute. Way too young for me. Like I find her cute, like in a oh your daughter's cute. Like I don't find her like sexually attractive. It's not my thing to bang a twenty-two year old. Like and obviously with them fighting and her hitting him, all the troubles that would come and then just Jesus Christ. There's a just a toxic relationship like out there for everyone to look at. I don't see anything new. Bunch of people that just want to get likes for the story. Anyway, look it up, man. Follow it for yourself if you're interested in that kind of stuff. And with that, 
I can't scratch shit out anymore. Oh wait, it's back. I got a little ink left. Okay, I gotta get this thing. How do you get an ink pen filled? Are there places you go to get like an ink pen filled? I've had this pen for like five years. It's been wonderful. I love this pen. It's it's the best pen. You don't know that there's such a thing as a really good ink pen until you write with a really good ink pen. This in my hand right now, even though it has a rifle on it and it's shaped like a bullet, which, oh my God, I never really noticed that. This is the NRA, like, Republican bullshit January 6th Freedom Fighter pen, if I've ever had one. I don't care about any of that shit, though. Oh, even the little, I've never really looked at this thing. That's really fun. I just picked it up and used it. It's got a little, like, uh, rifle, like, cocking the rifle type of thing to turn the pin on and off. But seriously, where do you go to get a pin refilled? I've never heard of such a thing. But I'm going to have to look one up. If there's any pin refilling businesses listening to this podcast in Colorado Springs, hit me up. I'll mention your name on the next podcast, and uh, we'll, we'll barter that way. Anyway, let's get to the mail. No sound bites because I'm too lazy. Question number one from uh, Jen. Is it okay for transgender, and I don't know why you're asking my permission, but is it okay for transgender men turned women to fight in MMA or play professional sports? You're trying to get me fucking yelled at. Everybody always thinks I'm a racist already, even though I'm probably the least racist person that at least I know. Um, no, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't like, okay. What if I shaved my face, got some breast implants and just told everybody I'm a woman now? Does that mean I can go into MMA and fight? I'd still lose. Trust me. These women will beat the shit out of me. But does that mean that I can just go into MMA as a female competitor just because I say I'm a female? I still have the genetic buildup of a... There needs to be like a... I I don't know how long it takes for like estrogen or whatever the pills that they take to turn them more feminine... I don't know how long that shit takes. I know nothing about it because it doesn't concern me. Um, And none of this concerns me whatsoever. But if I have a daughter, like let's say my daughter wants to get into, let's just say mixed martial arts and she's a fighter and she's really good. And then some guy who just turned female in the last, which by the way, so be it. If you want to be a female, be a fucking female. If you want to be a donkey, be a goddamn donkey. I don't give a shit. It doesn't concern me. But if this male who turned female six months to a year ago wants to fight my daughter and kicks the shit out of her, um, I have a little bit of a problem with that. And so would you. So it's not the proper thing to say. The proper thing is to say, oh, I just think it's all I support everybody. I think it's great. Fuck that. It, it doesn't make sense. At that point, just mix all the genders. Just have no rules or boundaries. And there's plenty of women out there that can kick the shit out of out of many, many men. Okay? I totally get that. But when it comes to athletes, I mean, are you going to... Who who are you going to put your money on? You have, you have to put all your money down. You got your house, your car... Your kid's college fund, everything on the line. A male MMA fighter or a female MMA fighter. Both champions, both top of their divisions. Who are you going to put your money on? Exactly. Exactly. 
So just because it's the politically correct thing to say doesn't mean it's the right thing to say. The man's going to devour her unless she gets lucky and hits a kick or whatever. But I, I don't know how long estrogen takes. I don't know how long these things take. Again, it's not my thing. I don't care. Uh, if you just want to be a female to be a female, be a fucking female. It doesn't make a difference. You can marry, you can fuck, you can do whatever you want to whomever to want. If you want to marry your dog, marry your fucking dog, as long as the dog's okay with it. But when it comes to like organized sports, I go back to the daughter thing. My daughter's getting the shit kicked out of her because, you know, this guy's genetically built as a man. Guess what, you know? Um, That's really not that fair. Anyway, I'm going to get away from that one. Uh... Mandatory vaccines, for or against? You can't be for mandatory anything. But there's going to come a point when certain freedoms can be taken away because you're stupid. Guess what? You don't want to get the jabs and try to cure a global pandemic <coughs> because your God said so or because your Lord and Savior Donald Trump said so? Um Maybe at that point, we don't want you at our event. We don't want you at our concert. We don't want you at our party. We don't want you in our home. We don't want you in our business. Because there's a chance that you're going to infect us or other people. So fuck off. Put the jab in your arm or accept what's going on. You can't bitch. You can't have them both ways. I'm vaccinated. My son's smart enough to be vaccinated, and he's fucking 13 years old. We've had no health issues. We've had no anything. So <laughs> what's, what's your argument? You take a flu vaccine all the time, don't you? Don't you get booster shots like every, or whatever they're called, vaccine, vaccinated? Like Everybody does that. If you work at a hospital, if you're in the military... They jab your arms full of shit. Nobody says anything. I protested against getting the anthrax vaccine when I was in the army. I took the first two shots and I did not take the third one, which um, who knows what's going into my body right now. But I've never had anything bad happen. So maybe I was wrong. I Listen, man. You're not free. Your freedoms are bullshit, okay? You want to know how I know that? You know that as well if you just look at the interest and debt that alone tells you that you're a goddamn indentured servant. Just because you can go down the street and get some church's chicken. God, I love church's chicken. I'll say Popeye's chicken, which I also love to you. Just because you can go to Walmart and there's endless food there and endless clothing. And just because you have an air conditioner in your house, just because you don't live in a third world country does not mean that you're free to just do whatever the fuck or whatever the fuck you don't want to do. We have laws. Drive down the freeway at 200 miles an hour. See what happens to you. Seriously, man. All they're asking you is to get two simple shots. And you won't do it because you're too proud. It's not pride. You're not too proud. You're too stupid. You just have to be fighting something. You do just drama craved. Conflict craving. That's all you need. It's something to bitch about. It's all you need, man. I need this to bitch about. Give me anything. Oh, Biden's in the White House? Oh, fuck. We're gonna, everything he says, we're going to rebel against. Biden could be like, 
We're going to give everybody free health care. Fuck that. I'm not paying for that. You're already fucking paying for it, you stupid son of a bitch. <sighs> Biden could be like, everyone gets free ice cream. Fuck ice cream. That's bullshit. All he wants to do is give everybody diabetes and kill them off. And yeah, and he's eating babies in a, under a pizza shop. Yeah, all that Alex Jones bullshit. If you listen to Alex Jones, turn my fucking podcast off right now and go fuck yourself. Seriously. The only way you should ever listen to him is to make fun of him. And that is it. People are stupid. You people, if you haven't had those vaccinations yet, you are stupid. Now, if there's some medical reason you can't do it, you're excluded. But it's... I don't want to wear a mask at the airport anymore, people. Yeah, that's my selfish little piece of it. I don't want to. I'm sick of it. I don't want to be angry at other people that wear their mask, you know, down by their chin. And I'm sick of being angry at people for being stupid. So there's there's a couple good possibilities here. Either they can get mowed down at this rally in Washington, which would be wonderful. Just go out in a hail of bullets. You all you're all patriots. Yeah, you're all martyrs. Or maybe COVID will just finally get all of them and take them out. Those are my two hopes. I I don't wish I don't truly wish these were all this is jokes, okay? I'm a comedian at heart. But if it happened, hmm, I'd be like, oh well, serves them right, I guess, right? It's sad, man. It's sad that we're so goddamn divided about something so fucking stupid. It's like they always fight their best interest tooth and nail, no matter how obvious it is. People honestly don't want to have universal health care. Think about that. Every other like country in the world that has any kind of like structure or organized society, they have universal health care to include like Canada. You know, it's like right above us. <coughs> I'm pretty sure Mexico does. And they're right below us. Russia does. England does. All of the Nordic countries do like Libya does. <sighs> Japan, China, Korea, universal health care. And you know what? It works just fine. I have friends in just about every place that I've named and I've talked to them about that. You guys got universal health care? Yeah, it's great. Are there long lines and shitty, shitty service? No, no more than in the United States. Yeah. They're like, we don't understand. We don't, we really don't understand like the healthcare in the United States. It makes no sense. And then I say it, well, there's money. That's really what it is. It's all about money. Your health doesn't mean anything to these people. Your health doesn't mean anything to Biden or Trump or Obama, or Clinton, or Bush, or Bush, or Reagan. Could we keep going back? Your health doesn't mean shit to them. If it did, we'd all have universal health care. Hasn't meant shit to them since Kennedy and Teddy, not Teddy Roosevelt, but Franklin Roosevelt. Henry Wallace should have been president. We'd all have universal health care right now, but nope. Your your insurance companies, and uh, they mean... A lot more to the government than your health does. Anyways, I'm I'm getting off the band. Oh, here's a nice one. Here's a nice uplifting question, even though they're pretty much all dead. Who's your favorite comedians? I have to say my favorite of all time would be Louis C.K. Thankfully, he's still with us, even though you 
piece of shit, whiny, thin-skinned, fucking woke-ass fuckheads canceled him a few years ago. He hasn't done anything really noteworthy of since. Still doing great comedy, but yeah. <laughs> I like what he said at his latest comedy special, the least the one that I saw. If you ever ask two women to go back to your hotel room and watch you jerk off, and they say yes, and then they follow you to the room, maybe ask him, are you sure? Because <laughs> that's what happened. And then years later, these bitches, these fucking bitches looking for attention are like, oh, wow, I'm going to get in on this Me Too thing. Remember that time when Louis asked us to go to this hotel room and watch him jerk off? And we said yes and then went and then watched him and didn't say anything for years? I'm sorry. This fucking pisses me off. Anyway, Louis C.K., I turned a positive and into a negative, didn't I? George Carlin is a god to me. Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, Sam Kinison, uh, Ricky Gervais is another like recent comic that I mean he's been around forever, but I love Ricky Gervais. I watch his shit probably more than anything right now. I, I grew up on Cheech and Chong, uh, Monty Python, Norm Macdonald. I'm going to put him on there too. I didn't. I've always loved his stuff. I've always loved his stuff. That dry ass, like not funny for like five seconds type humor. There's nobody like him. And I'm so so shitty that he basically hid having cancer for nine years and died and nobody knew anything. So, God damn, I hate losing people like that. Andrew Dice Clay, even though he doesn't didn't age well, um, <laughs> not in person. He looks great. I'm saying his material did not age very well. It's very cringeworthy. I think I already said Sam Kinison. I grew up on Cheese and Chong, Monty Python. I just... Comedy's been everything for me. Rodney Dangerfield is a god to me. I, I, I'm sure I'm leaving a few out, man. But uh, yeah, that's that's the core of them. Who would you rather go to? Oh, who would you rather go to space with? Bezos, Musk, or Branson, the Virgin Mobile guy? <laughs> Richard Branson, I think. Um. <clears throat> Honestly, any of them, if they invest in my businesses, in the process, <laughs> like I'll go to space. You can send me to space. I'll film the whole thing. We'll have a great episode of whatever. Maybe I'll do go there, eat that in space, eat some astronaut food. That'll be fun. But when I get down, let's talk some business. I don't give a shit. They got money, and I have a business that I want to watch take over the world, and they could help me do that. So I don't really give a shit. Uh, new NXT, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Make me go all negative again with a wrestling question. I don't like it. I They replaced metal with rap, which right away is fucking stupid and garbage. Wrestling has always been a heavy metal show. Um, when Raw was popular, it was heavy metal. When NXT was awesome, it was heavy metal. And then they, they stick Wale with this mumble rap. I'm like, I can't watch the entrance now. Can't watch it. What are they going to do? Start having rap stars now? It's bad enough they got this hit row bullshit. That's fucking terrible. And I fucking hate it, okay? I just hate rap music. I do. And then they turn the solid gold brand into a fucking holy festival. Like, what? It just looks like someone threw up like a Play-Doh set, like all over the logo and all over the arena. It just looks like shit. Um, I'm glad they're bringing in some new faces, doing some new stuff. 
But, you know, even the new faces, like, come on, damn it. Everyone knows that's Rick Steiner's son. Don't call him Braun Breaker. What a fucking stupid, terrible fucking name that is. The guy looks like a million bucks. He can talk. He can work. He's fucking got a built-in reputation and a built-in name. What do they got against the Steiners? Rick Steiner was just recently on a goddamn uh, documentary of theirs. Why? Why are they doing this? Braun Breaker? That's what you come up with? And then the other guy who used to be like Bo Beverly's kid, uh, Vaughn something, which I've already forgot his name. So that's not good. They couldn't call him Vaughn Beverly or just something. God, who's making the decisions there? Disney? Are they already bought the company? It's bad, dude. It's fucking bad. I always picked NXT over AEW when they were doing the Wednesday night thing. Not anymore. AEW's still, I don't watch it. I watch it with the fast forward button on until I see familiar faces or something interesting. But AEW's way better than NXT now. It's bad. And, ugh, dude, I don't want to talk about it. It's just one less reason to occupy my days watching wrestling. That's just it. Finally, uh, from Dak. It's not Dak Draper, is it? It's uh, weird. No, it's not. Let's see. Dark Side of the Moon. Your thoughts. <laughs> um, I guess you mean the last uh, the last episode with the plane ride from hell. I thought the episode was good. But basically, I mean, here's the thing, dude. I know Tommy Dreamer's in a lot of trouble. I know Ric Flair's in a lot of trouble. Dreamer's been suspended, and they're trying to cancel Ric Flair, which if there were cell phones back in the 80s, Ric Flair would have been canceled decades ago. Here's the thing, man. Um, You're taking people's words for what they are. I wasn't on that plane. I don't know the flight attendant. I don't know Ric Flair. I barely know Tommy Dreamer, just a very little bit. And none of it concerns me, but at the same time, it concerns a a business that I do enjoy. I don't like seeing people getting suspended or losing work for something that they did 40 years ago. You already fucked up Hogan. You know, you already, you know, now Flair's gone. Like all my heroes from the 80s, Michael Jackson, Bill Cosby, all of these people are gone, you know, either dead or just their reputations fucking ran through the goddamn rocks. Some of them rightly deserved, absolutely. But there just has to be a point where you go, okay, we all sucked in the 90s. We all were even shittier in the 80s. We were terrible in the 70s, 60s, 50s, 40s. But from this point on, the rest of us have to be better. The problem with kids these days, the woke warriors, they haven't seen the progress. They weren't born like they were born after 9-11 for crying out loud. Most of them, some and the rest of them were too young to fucking remember anything. All they've seen is what's been said. They I wasn't around in the 50s and 60s. When white people treated black people like they were fucking shit. That's bullshit. When they rounded up you know, Japanese and other Asians and put them in concentration camps during World War II. That is fucking 
bullshit. They did the same thing with, you know, Iraqis. I got a friend who owns Heart of Jerusalem restaurant here. Hussein is his name. He was in the fucking Air Force. He was in the Air Force for years. A high ranking, like major, whatever Air Force ranks are. (coughs) And they kicked him out because they're at war with Iraq. They since apologized and I believe they've taken somewhat care of him or whatever, but bullshit. But I've been around enough, enough to see the progress just in myself. God, man, watch Eddie Murphy raw. Speaking of comedy, Eddie Murphy's raw. Watch that. Those are the jokes that I would repeat time and time and time again. All the jokes about the white people, all the jokes about the black people, all the jokes about the gays, all the, I would say that shit to all my friends constantly because I didn't know in 2021 that finally society would come around and be like, Hey, you're stupid. I was stupid. I call a lot of people stupid on this podcast, myself included. I'm still stupid about a lot of shit. But I'm not anywhere near as stupid as I was when I was in my 20s or even before that. It's just, uh, I don't think Tommy Dreamer should be suspended. He didn't do anything on that flight that was, at least nobody said he did. He didn't say he did. All he did was stand up for somebody who he respects and doesn't want to see get dragged to the mud. Is it okay to do those things if they happened? No, but I mean, Ric Flair, he is a creature of habit and he reacts to the crowd. He's a pro fucking wrestler, dude. We all react to the crowd, even on my level. And if you have a plane full of people laughing their asses off to their crying because you're flopping your massive penis in a circle doing the helicopter, as I like to call it, which I could never do, by the way. Um, you're going to do that shit and you're not going to care who else is in the cockpit. It doesn't make it right. But do you get it? If all of us that have ever done anything inappropriate, especially myself, I used to greet new members of our locker room in the pro wrestling locker room in my promotion. I used to greet them by hugging them butt naked from behind men, women didn't matter. I'd give him a big old hug, walk through the locker room naked, give him a big hug from behind and say, welcome to the team. That was initiation. Everyone thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Imagine if I did that right now and somebody like put their phone on me and it leaked out. Yeah. (laughs) You wouldn't be talking to me right now, would you? Anyways, man, it's just, uh, it's a shame. If you're, um, I'm talking to the dark side of the ring people. If your uh, ambition and your goal is to fuck up the wrestling world, then fuck you. Yes, I like watching your shit because I'm a wrestling fan. I'm, I'm guilty of pouring gas on the fire just by being a viewer. I like documentaries. I like wrestling. Of course, I'm going to watch this shit. But if your goal is to fuck up the wrestling community and everybody in it, then fuck you. Fuck you. I'll never watch your shit again. But that's what you just did. 
Tommy Dreamer is one of the nicest people I've ever met. If you ask anybody in this industry, they all have nice things to say about Tommy Dreamer, hard worker, dedicated to the industry. All he did was stick up for a friend by trying to just lighten, just lighten it up a little bit because he knew, you could tell, he knew that Flair was going to be in for some shit when this came out. So he gets suspended from Impact Wrestling? That's weak. It's fucking weak, man. I got lots of friends that work at Impact, and I tell you what, that's fucking weak. And and even Impact, I kind of get it because they have to do what they have to do. Because otherwise, they'll get canceled. Oh, fuck. So that means Flair's not going to get to go to AEW and do his thing there? We all want to see that. But no, because something that happened... 30 years ago, whenever it is, 25, 30 years ago. It, it just fucking bothers me, dude. I'm so sick of it. If, if you did that today, then yes. Fuck that guy. Send him on his way. But don't dig up shit from 30 years ago in a decadent business, in the most decadent era of that business, and go, oh, well, he did this. And then make a goddamn TV show out of it just so you get ratings, just so you make money. And I understand from the other end, too. I get it from the other end. That should have never happened. He should be called out for it. I get it. I get that women were so suppressed and they're just told to be happy and keep their mouth shut. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. There's no right answers here. There's nothing that I can say that's correct. I'm not giving you a conclusion here or a solution here. There, there's nothing. Flair should have never... Should I mean, honestly, I should have never been backstage butt naked hugging people. I get it. I know that now. Flair knows it now that he probably shouldn't have been walking through the aisles with his dick hanging out. He definitely understands it now. Probably understood it, you know, a decade ago. But fuck, man, 30 years later, I mean, not that I'm aware of, I don't think Flair raped a bunch of people like Bill Cosby did. He didn't drug a bunch of people and then fuck them in their sleep. That deserves crime time. That deserves prison time. That deserves to have your career destroyed. Absolutely. I don't think Michael Jackson raped kids or did whatever to kids, but if he did... Absolutely. But for Flair being Flair and doing what he did just to pop the boys, which honestly, the girls were the boys back then. That's what I've been told from everybody that I know that was in the business back then. Yeah, the girls were just the girl. They were just part of the gang. They, we all saw each other fucking naked. We all did stupid shit. We all did drugs together. It didn't fucking matter. We all got drunk and made bad decisions. I mean, it wasn't just the girls being told to keep your mouth shut and and don't sell it. It was a lot of the guys, too. And I'm not sticking up for anybody in this situation. I'm not saying that anybody's right. I'm not saying that anybody's wrong. I'm just saying it's all very fucking unfortunate, and I hate it. I hate this episode because of what it's doing to Tommy Dreamer, of, of all people. Um, Tommy thought he was doing the right thing. And who knows what was at, left on the editing floor? These shows, man, that interview probably lasted an hour, and you saw probably, what, eight minutes of it. <coughs> it's just bullshit, man. I'm sick of everybody being fucking warriors for a cause, and then they 
latch on to something and just to get likes and attention for it. That's what the world's about right now, getting likes and getting attention because they have no redeemable qualities or any talent whatsoever. Am I wrong? Seriously. Everybody just wants attention. I want attention. That's why I'm doing a podcast. I'm not saying it's just you people. I'm saying it's all of us. I started off this whole goddamn podcast talking about how we had our second biggest rating. Ooh, yeah. Look at me, everybody. I have a fucking podcast where I can talk for an hour and a half. Look at me. I'm not the piece of shit out there thumping his bass because he has no talent, no fucking life, no fucking future. All he has is a thumping bass to get attention. He has a car stereo. Ooh, look at me. I work at Carl's Jr. I spent fucking all my money on this car stereo and this $500 car. I'm not that guy. I actually think I have some talent. I actually, ooh, shit, look at that. Oh, new subscriber. All right. That's the noise it makes when I get a new subscriber. And it makes that happy noise when I, oh, that, when I get a cancellation as well. That's fun. Anyways. <sighs> but I'm going to let you go because I'm, uh, my mom just texted me. And I uh, want to talk to her more than I want to talk to you because I love my mom. I love you. Don't get me wrong, but you're not on the same level as my mom. So with that, until next week or whatever the hell I want to do one of these, love you all a bunch. Talk to you later. Meh.